Good morning, Top Fan Rivalry followers on a Friday morning. It is, gosh, we're through the week. We got through the first week of uh, playoffs, which now we're going to get the divisional series this week. We just finished the wild card round. I brought a guest on who we haven't had in the clubhouse yet, but we've talked about his team a little bit. Let's get it going. Dave, good morning on a Friday. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. This is going to be so much fun. Oh, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it, too. So I know the answer to this because I can see you, but tell everybody that's driving in their car right now, you are a fan of not the Yankees, but you are a fan of who? I'm a fan of the Boston Red Sox. There you go. There you go. I had I had the distinct pleasure of meeting Dave during our watch party in Boston. Um, fantastic guy. We we chatted each other's ears off for a while. It was a lot of fun. I didn't want it to end. But I said, Dave, we got to get you on a podcast. So here we are. Um, you know, his agent worked with our agent. You know, we're we're paying him a couple million for this episode. Um, <laughs> pure monopoly money, we're all good. Um <laughs> yeah, it's like let it rain. We'll even get yeah. you a get out of jail free card too, my friend. So, uh. All right, so how did you become a Red Sox fan? Uh, pretty basic. Uh, I lived in Boston as a kid. I mean, I, you really don't have a choice. Uh, I grew up in, in like the early 80s, mid-80s, and uh, it's the only ball, 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 ball team in town, uh, so to speak. So uh, if I was a little bit older, maybe I could have been a Braves fan too. I don't know, but um, Red Sox all day, you know, let's go. I like it. I like it. I always like asking that question because it always comes back to either this is where I grew up or my dad or my uncle or my aunt or somebody took me someplace. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so talk to me about favorite players. So the Red Sox have had a ton of uh, players, but tell me, who's your all-time favorite player and who is um, your current favorite player? They don't have to be Red Sox, but they definitely can be. <clears throat> All right, good question. Um, I, I feel like my all-time favorite player for me is Mike Trout. You know, he's just the epitome of a great player, great human being, great with the kids, the fans, always signing autographs, doing great things for Make-A-Wish Foundation. I just, I love that stuff, you know, and it's just, it's a bit of a throwback. You know, you see so many players these days who are just into different things, and he's really about just taking care of the fan base and, and winning, you know, and, and <laughs> I feel bad for the guy, he's still in the Angels. So we'll see what happens this offseason. I know there's been a lot of chatter, but. He's uh he's someone, you know, probably because I, I read a lot about him when he first came up and some great Sports Illustrated articles. I really just thought he was the man. You know, obviously his performance on the field cements that legacy. So he's my all time. Definitely. Okay. And what about current favorite player? Um I mean, probably Rafi Devers, you know, Rafael just signed that big contract. Before that it was Xander Bogarts, and you know, he went to the West Coast. Um it's got to be Devers. I, I feel like he's he's the heart and soul of this team, and, and he's growing into his role as a leader. He's not quite there yet, but he's on his way. You know, he, he's filling in the void that was left by Xander Bogarts. So he's um, he's my number one. You know, I'm sure a lot of fans would say the same thing, but it helps that he signed a monster contract because what you don't want to do is, like, just fall in love and, and, and have a favorite player and then have them get traded or shipped off or – Go somewhere else in free agency, like Betts did, you know. And or, no, no, he got traded, but I'm saying uh, Bogarts. You know, it's you almost want to like attach yourself to someone you know is going to be around for a while, so you don't get so heartbroken. If that makes sense. It does. It does. And and uh, by the way, that uh, that um, 
you know, trade for Mookie Betts, it didn't bother us here on the West Coast. I'm just going to get that out there right now. But of, of course, you're you're not going <laughs> to talk about that. Pre- you and I met. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm sure you're not going to appreciate the fact, but we don't mind saying Mookie, Mookie. Um, you know, so yeah, so it's. Um, but good call. I like Rafi. Um, Mike Trout. Mike Trout is a lot of fun to watch. I'm not going to lie to you. He is mm-hmm. a lot of fun to watch out here. It's so tough. It is so tough watching him play in an area where he's not giving the chance for October. Um, and I was brutal to some of my angel friends. I have a, a angel friend who who watches every single game. Like he DVRs oh. it or he goes to a game, every single game. And um, I was joking with him this at the beginning of the season. And I said, I'll bet you $100 that the Angels play in October this season. And now he knows me, right? He's like, all right, what's the catch? I said, no catch. I'll bet you 100 bucks they play in October this season. You want in? He's like, well, what do you know? What trades are coming in? Like, what do you know that I don't know? And I said, do you want in? And he's like, sure. I know just- yeah, I said, ah. sure. Well, wait a second. There's got to be a catch. And then he looks up the schedule. He's like, all right, that's brutal, uh, man. That ain't right. The last game of the season is October 1st. Uh, I'm like, you got to do it, right? You got to do it. That's, that's uh, classic. Uh, well, you know, oh, speaking man. of rival, speaking of rivalries, that remind, reminds me of the old uh, joke. You probably heard this one. There's probably other iterations of it uh, with different rivalries. But what's the difference between a Fenway Frank and a hot dog sold in uh, Yankee Stadium? One you get in October. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, somebody told yeah. me that joke, and I'm like, "Oh, that's brutal. That's yeah. that just ain't right. That just ain't right." Yeah. So yeah, but I think I heard that for the first time 20 years ago, and things have changed since then. Let's put it that of way. Of course. Yeah, I had forgotten how much you guys won um, recently. How much you guys yeah. had won uh, last night or a couple of nights ago? I, I couldn't fall asleep right away, so I went to YouTube and I watched the celebrations for every World Series since 1990. And I forgot that you guys nailed it down like, you know, three different times. It was pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. So, I mean, nobody met, uh, nobody four. messed around with those guys. Four, four times. Yeah. Manny running down with yeah. his jer- jersey, you know, trying to pull out his jersey. I'm like, Manny, get to the pile. Don't worry about getting naked. We don't need to see you naked. Just get to the pile. Dude, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The celebrations are, are great, you know. And uh, I just I just talked about this on on the uh, Inner Pickle Radio uh, podcast where I, I left I left um, Fenway Park right before the Astros were celebrating their ALDS championship in 2017. So I didn't want to see them celebrating on the field. You know, it's just like the worst when when they do it on your home field and it's just in your face. It's like, ah, get me out of the stadium right now. Exactly. It's yeah. the last last thing. I, I, listen, 2027. I was watching the game when the Dodgers are 2017. I'm sorry, 2027. I was watching the game. What do I got? Marty McFly, the time machine here. Um, so I'm watching the game and I just. Yeah, like so. Dodgers hadn't made the World Series in 30 years, 30 plus years. Right. And I'm watching this thing or 29 yeah. years and I'm watching this thing. And I got to admit, I almost started crying. And. Then to watch them celebrate on Dodger Stadium, and then to find out in 2019 what happened, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, it stung for a lot of your. And that's, yeah, yeah, the that's only exactly thing... how I felt. Yeah, I mean, I, I that was the same year that they they went through the Red Sox to get there, and and it was like doubling down. I was like, oh, it hurts that much more when you found out how they got there, right? It was rough. 
the only thing that's changed my view of the Astros, and I'm not going to lie to you, Dave, anytime you want to meet me in Houston, I'll meet you there. I've met some of the most kind, sweet Southern hospitality people down in Houston. And I can name a dozen of them without even thinking right now in this podcast, but I've been yeah. down there a couple of times for top end rivalry stuff and, and they're just fantastic. And so it, it, I can't hate the Astros anymore because of their fan base and their fan base knows. And so last season I struggled yeah. with the world series because I yeah. wanted Philly to win it. Cause you know, the Dodger fan of me was like, right. But I wanted the Astros yeah. to win it and Dusty Baker to finally get one and to be vindicated for what happened in 2017. So I had no skin in the game, but it was, yeah. And those World Series, when you have no skin in the game, when they go seven, it's like, oh, giddy up. When you got skin in the game, you want it to be four and done so you don't have to hire a cardiologist. <laughs> so you don't have to go see him every other hour. Exactly. Right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Talk to me about baseball parks. Where have you been? I got I got a list right here. Ready? Yep. Hit me. All right. Cu- current baseball parks, I've been to 12. Okay. okay. 12 out of the 30. Yeah. Uh, I believe I've been to two of them that are no longer around. Uh, but current baseball parks, you ready? Yep. Uh, Baltimore, uh, New York Yankees, Boston, obviously. Uh, that's a uh, Chicago White Sox. Uh, West, I went to Texas in Oakland. Okay. And then um, NL East, I went to Philly, like I said uh, earlier with you. Uh, that was my first time there this year. It was my first ballpark experience in Philadelphia and, and the only one I've done this year, actually. I've also been to uh, City Field, the Mets, Central. I've been to Cubbies uh, and uh, St. Louis. And I haven't been to anything in the NL West. Now, the funny thing is, just some caveats here. You talked about Houston. I had tickets to go to a Houston game a few years ago. And I got caught in a traffic jam uh, about a mile away from the stadium and never made it inside the ballpark. There were some, some, uh, this is a quick, I'll give you a 30 second version of the story, but I was with uh, my, my mom's husband and my sister's husband and we we're going to the ballpark and there was some crazy thunderstorms that got rolling through there. And what happened was it knocked over some power lines across the highway and it shut down the highway. So we all sat there for like three hours and we could almost see the stadium. And everyone's in their jerseys, ready to go, and we couldn't go anywhere. We were just stuck on the highway. It was unreal. By the time they opened it up, it was like the eighth inning. We're like, we're just going home. This is dumb. So, yeah. um, funny thing is, you know, you, <clears throat> you mentioned this, the ballparks. You know, visiting ballparks, a list of ballparks, and at that point, maybe a couple of years ago, I had been to eleven of them, and I also realized that there was another eleven that I had driven by, but not been in, right? So just in the course of traveling, like I was in San Francisco one time a few years ago, they were out of town. That's why I went to Oakland. So I drove by the stadium where the Giants play, um, AT&T, right? You know, this past fall, I was in Denver, uh, mid-October, totally missed the Rockies, you know? I've driven by uh, the Jake in Cleveland. I've driven by uh, Tampa Bay. I, You know, there's a few more I've just driven by where I'm like, well, there's the ballpark, you know. Oh, here's one, Seattle. I did a ballpark tour of that when they were out of town. So I've been in that ballpark, but I haven't seen the game. Do you count that? I, I didn't count it, you know. So it's yeah. just interesting how, like, you know, you come close to a ballpark, you're like, oh, but I haven't been in it to see a game, you know. So, so no disrespect to my Rockies friends out there, but 
Dave, you drive by in middle of October, you're never going to see the Rockies. No. <laughs> but I had to. Uh, yeah, I had so to. no, that's fair. Yeah, I had to. That was like a softball no, right fair. over the plate. I had to take it out of the yard on that one. So, okay, well, so well, you've, you got a good, you've got a good list there, but let me throw you a little curveball here, okay? Yeah. Let's say you have the month of June off next year, okay? And That can be arranged. Uh, you've got, what's that? That can be arranged. <laughs> there you go. And let's say you have unlimited resources, uh, and you can only go to five ballparks that you haven't been to. Where are you going to go? Oh, good one. I'd throw a curveball. No, this is a really good question. You know, um, I, I have to throw in Houston because it was such a near miss, and my sister lives like half an hour away. So, like, work in the family visit, right? Dude, Dodger Stadium, right? So, was it the third oldest ballpark, I think? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, let's go. You know, um, I, I well, I'll tell you what's not on the list is the trop because that's such a dive. Like, no, you're not missing anything there. No one wants to go there. I drove by, it was Miami. What the, yeah, the Miami looked like a pretty cool ballpark. Arizona, is that the one that has like the pool in center field? Like you can go swimming or something like that? Yep. That looks pretty awesome. Yep. Um gosh, you know, I let me just let me check my cheat sheet here. One second here. <laughs> no, for real. You know, I, I just I don't know. Well, let me ask you a question. I, I I threw a few out there off the top of my head. Like what would, of the ones I haven't mentioned, where should I go? So Dodger Stadium. Okay. Yeah. Um I would say go to Anaheim Stadium as well so you can compare and contrast because yeah. Anaheim Stadium, believe it or not, is the fourth oldest ballpark in baseball. Yeah. Um, Dodger Stadium feels feels nostalgic. Angel Stadium feels nostalgic but old. There's some <laughs> things that they haven't updated, whereas Dodger Stadium, they've added some stuff and things like that, and that's yeah. not me being a homer. Uh, you haven't been to Petco, right? Oh, yeah, it's the, the, the Padres. Yeah, I have yeah. So get down to Petco, um, check that out. That that is that is very much like what you're used to at Fenway. Okay, mm -hmm. there restaurants, there's bars, everything like right around it. Like it, that's exactly what you're used to at Fenway. Yeah. In fact, a little bit more updated. The stadium's not 300 years old, but um, but Petco reminds me a lot of Boston and vice versa. Um, and then I would say uh, go to Houston. Uh, check out Houston. Um, if Houston's not on the list, um, or if you can't make it down to Houston, go up to San Francisco. It's now called Oracle. It's a very oh, good yeah, ballpark. Very nice yeah. ballpark. We were there this weekend. Um, hard to say it's a nice ballpark because that's like me telling you, is a Yankee Stadium awesome? And you're going to be like, yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> no, no, uh, Yankee Stadium is awesome. I'll admit that. You know, it's it's beloved. I know it's new and it's not quite got the charm of the old ballpark and they didn't draw a lot the last series. And, you know, those lower bowl seats are super expensive, but, you know, I went there for a playoff game in 18 and had a good time, you know, I ended up getting on TV as a matter of fact, it was kind of cool, but, um, you know, I'm, as much as, as much as I'm a rival of, of the Yankees, I'm not going to diss their ballpark. It's, it's legit. It's honestly, San Francisco is a great ballpark. So I would say do that swing. Um, yeah. The other ballpark that I really, really like um, is I really, really like uh, Petco that I've been to. Yeah, um, yeah. Petco is not in a nice area of town in Detroit. So don't like go walk oh, around. Oh, not Petco. Um, I'm not Petco. Co uh, Comerica. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I've been yeah. there. There. 
Okay, that's right. I'm sorry, my bad. The yeah, I like that one. No, it's okay. Uh, PNC, PNC Park, I've heard is really good. So is Great America. Oh yeah, I want to go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've heard great. that both of those ballparks are really nice. Yeah, so. yeah. Detroit was interesting because, you know, I I ended up going to that ballpark. Just it was like a travel thing. I was in town for something, and I was like, well, I have a late flight. I'll I'll hit the game, and it was like one of those things where like I just was not in a rush to check out of my hotel room. And I got there and it was like a classic pitcher's duel. Like mm-hmm. I got there like an hour late and it was already like the fifth inning. And I literally got served one beer and all of a sudden it was like, all right, game's over. I was there for about an hour. I couldn't believe how quick it was. I, I think I need a redo on that one, you know, honestly. The um, I got to tell you, it was funny when I was walking. So I want to say it's right center. Is it right center? There was a parking structure when I was there. And it was a relatively mm-hmm. newer ballpark because I had been to the old Tiger Stadium. In yeah. 1997, okay. I think it was at Old Tiger Stadium. Um, and it's a relatively new ballpark, right? And I park over, and I'm walking over for batting practice. And sometimes on the East Coast, I didn't see a lot of this in Boston, but in New York, you can cross diagonal. You don't cross in a square across the street. Yeah. You cross across oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. diagonal, right? And um, <laughs> so I'm crossing diagonal in Detroit, and the, this African-American cop, Stops Uh-oh. me. He goes, "Hey, brother," and I'm think I'm looking around. I'm going, "Me?" And he goes, "Yeah, That's you." Good. And I said, "All right." I said, "How can I help you, officer?" And he goes, "Hey, brother, are you, are you coming back by yourself?" I said, "No, actually, I hope to be crossing with ten thousand of my closest friends when I come back." And he goes, "All right, this isn't the neighborhood you want to walk by yourself at at night, okay, bro? Just want to let you know." Oh. Like, I asked him. I said, "My rental car gonna be there when I get back?" He goes, "Oh yeah, just don't walk by yourself." Don't stick around for oh everything gosh. or autographs or anything. Like, you got it. I'm uh, out. Interesting. Yeah, I got stories <laughs> like that. That's craziness. Jeez. I'm, I'm out. All <laughs> right. So we talked about you being a Red Sox fan. We talked about your favorite players, Rafi. We talked about um, Mike Trout. We talked about ballparks. Yeah. Now let's talk about um, 2024. So let's just call 2023 mm. a scratch season, right? It didn't end up the way that you wanted, but Again, there's 29 hearts going to be broken. Only one heart's going to be happy at the yep. end of each baseball season. Yep. So um, tell me, what what are you looking forward to? What do you think? Let's give you the keys to the GM's office for a second. A, what are you looking forward <sighs> to most as a fan? But then as the GM, as the newly knighted GM, Dave, um, what are you going to do? Who are you going to keep? Who are you going to get rid of? Uh, what would you do to improve the team? Oh man, you know, that's, that's a great question. You know, and obviously being a Boston fan, I think everybody can relate. <clears throat> I'm sure you and everybody knows we just got rid of high and bloom last month. And, um, you know, the search is on, let's get a new GM. Let's get someone who I feel like we need a perfect combination. I know it sounds like cliche, but like someone who's willing to spend the money. Okay. And the Red Sox were will- Way under the, the like 182 million, you know, and they had another, you know, 40 or 50 to spare, but yeah. also not deplete our farm system. And Dabrowski, you know, before Bloom was was famous for gutting the farm system and just bringing in high end names, but it worked. We got the championship in 18. So, like, how are you going to complain? Right. So, but then, you know, you get someone like High and Bloom, who's like the polar opposite of like coming from a small market team like Tampa and not spending a lot of money and working on the prospects. And great, our, our, our farm system went from like, being ranked in the 20s to like top five awesome but 
it doesn't really count unless he gets to the postseason and actually wins something, you know. And I, I got to say, we kind of got lucky in 2011, you know, with the Red Sox, you know, beat the Yankees in the one one game wild card, which I was at. It was awesome. And then, you know, they, they beat the Rays and then, you know, they were doing pretty well against Houston and then just kind of faltered. Um, so it's 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 just that it's just finding the perfect balance. You know, I mean, the Red Sox are, are top, a top five market team. They shouldn't have any problem spending money. They're, they're still the, the top. The, the most expensive team for average ticket price and concessions and stuff like that. Yes, we have a small ballpark, ballpark but if we fill it, you know, 85, 90% of the time, which we always do, even on a losing season, it shouldn't be a problem, you know? TV revenue, no problem. So it's just, we need someone who's going to come in there and, and spend a little money, get some free agents. I mean, there's been some chatter. I mean, I, I hate to even throw it out there, but like, Hey, let's make a run at Otani. Yeah, I know he's not pitching next year, but like, think about like how many people would just like I've been to so many Otani games at Fenway, and the place swells. Like, I took a picture. I'll send it to you later on. But I was there earlier this year when he was pitching, and I went down to the bullpen before the game, and it was like a thousand people were literally there watching warm up. I couldn't believe it. It was unreal. I've never seen anything like it. You know, I've been going to Fenway for my whole life, season ticket holder for eleven years, and I've just never seen such a pregame hype than when I went there and Otani was pitching. So I'm not saying that's a magic bullet. We could probably do it without him, but hey, that would be a nice addition, you know, and he hasn't telegraphed where he's going. Who knows, you know? Yeah, it'd be a great addition. I uh, My thing with Otani is, it, I'll, I'll be honest with you, my thing with Otani is if I were Otani's agent, I'd say let's try to get between 100 and, and 150 million over four years. Let's oh. prove all these people that since you're not going to pitch in 2024 and you'll be 30 yeah. years old, let's, you know, and effectively they're hiring a very expensive DH. Let's prove to them that you can still pitch. Yeah. Even though we want the 10 year deal, once you've proven it in 24, 25, 26, and 27, then in 28, you're going to get paid something crazy. And I like that. I like that a lot. I mean, that's now here's what I think is interesting. I think there's only, I think there's less than a half a dozen teams that should even consider chasing after her. You're one of them. Um, Baltimore's another one. Seattle's another. Why do I say this? Pretty simple. Okay. So let's go down the road. Let's go to um, the New York Mets or the New York Yankees. You know, take your pick. Let's call it the Yankees. The Yankees throw 150 million after five years for Otani. So 30 million a year. Okay. Not the end of the world. They've done it before, right? You you think it'll be that cheap? I I think it'll be. I think I think it'll, I think it'll get one fifty for three years, man. I even as a DH just for the additional okay. fans and press, like. Okay, so one fifty for whatever three it years. is. Yeah, let's yeah, call it four. We'll split down the middle. Okay, right. four. Okay, so yeah. let's say we got four. Okay, next season, um, John Carlos Stanton is uh, playing in left field because Otani's batting, and he hits that wall hard. Twist up his back, can't play in the outfield, but he can DH. Now who's not playing? Yeah, and he's a bit. He sells a lot, a lot of money on the contract. Okay, what about Arson Judge? Same thing. He kicks Arson? the bull, He kick. Yeah, Aaron Judge exactly. He kicks the bullpen gate again at Dodger Stadium, and he you know breaks his pinky toe or whatever he he uh, did. So no, it's I mean, big and toe, I like that it? guy a lot. I think he's great for baseball. But then who do you? I say? love him. I love him. You said Judge or do you said Otani? So, I, no, I, uh, uh, yeah, Judge is 
Judge is awesome. Whatever like thought was awesome, you know. Yeah, you can't sit these guys. So what ends up yeah. happening is he's got to go to a team that is only has one or two superstars or is built with a younger casting crew. You guys are kind of the younger group, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you Baltimore, know, if Seattle. Alex Verdugo hurts himself, great. You're gonna sit him way over Otani. Who cares? Right. I mean, you're going to play Otani. Uh, Baltimore, same thing. Um, Seattle, same thing. Dodgers, um, Astros, uh, Yankees, Mets, all these teams that have these big superstars. No, you can't go after them. Yeah. Yeah. Because what do you do? Have a a foot. And by the way, you guys have a really good DH that you took from L.A. Yeah. Now what are you going to do with him? Yeah, Turner, like, like I think it's still up in the air. Like, do we have him for another year? I, I just yeah. been chatter if he's coming back. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. 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 But, By the you way, know, he is... had a great year. He, he, We could get some prospects for him if we had to, honestly, you know. But it's so um, hard. And and this is the first year, by the way, in his entire career he hasn't made the playoffs. So, th- thank you for giving him a first. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. He was great, you know. You know? The Otani thing is, is an anomaly, but – I. I think Dave, you'll agree with me on this. Okay. This type of baseball play, you can have one or two big superstars that you pay, but we way overset the bar last off season to the point where teams are looking now and going, Oh crap, we got to build around something and we just don't have the capital to do it. Um, You know, if you names that names that you'll recognize, if you gave me these four players, plus a few others, I guarantee you, guarantee you, we're in the playoffs, if not chasing a World Series. Ready? Yeah. David Wright, Dustin wow. Pedroia, Han yeah. Sung Kim, uh-huh. uh, Jake Cronenworth. You give me yeah. those four players, none of which were household names in their primes. Some of them, you know, were, but David Wright was overshadowed by Manny and and Ortiz, right? I'm not David Wright. David, uh, Dustin Pedroia. Uh, Pedroia. Pedroia. Yeah, he was right. rookie of the year, you know. Got... But nobody, nobody said Pedroia and the Red Sox are coming to town. It was always Manny and the Red Sox or Tees and the Red Sox. Big poppy, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but those guys played the game legit right, and they did such a good job. You build a team around guys like that, you're winning. You don't build a team around those guys, those type of things, and you try to build it around no disrespect, but around Juan Soto, Ortiz, uh, uh, Tatis, uh, Soto, yeah. Tatis, Machado, all those guys. Look what happened. Where are they at? They're golfing this week. Yeah, and and and, and Xander too. You know, like uh-huh. on paper, they were stacked, stacked. Yep. Yep. Yeah. If you would have asked me on March fifteenth last year, before the season started, who is in the National League Championship Series nationally? I was said New York Mets, San Diego Padres. Wow, and that's and that, me being that, a Dodger that wouldn't fan. been far off. That's normal, you know. Yeah, and that and that's me being a Dodger fan. But if you look on paper, boom, 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 didn't happen that way though. That's why the game's not played on paper; it's played on the field. Yeah. So that's right. You got you got to play out the string. You never know. I mean, look at look at what happened the last day of the season. You know, so many things came down to the wire. You know, I love it. I I had a text message going with um, one person that's a Red Sox fan and one person that's a Astros fan and my wife, the four of us are on a text message string and it wasn't going very well. (laughs) 
was. Yes. One person was extremely happy. The other person was not so much. <laughs> That's how it happens. Yeah. Oh, man. That's hilarious. All right. Well, Friday morning all. Thank you, Dave. Dave, we could do this all day. Stick around for a second. We'll talk oh, yeah. for a second. But we right. do this all day. This is Dave. Dave, uh, tell everybody what your Instagram is so everybody knows. We're going to tag you in it, but tell everybody. All right. All right. So my Instagram, if you don't know me already, is free baseball cards. Now, keep in mind, my account got hacked a little over a year ago. So it's free underscore baseball card. Baseball cards. Un free underscore baseball underscore cards. Sorry about that. Okay. Um, been doing this for a few years. Uh, my whole Instagram account is built around me uh, posting baseball cards and basically giving them away for free. Based on trivia or thoughts, opinions, you know, whatever. Um, this week I've got some stuff going on where I'm giving away a binder full of cards that's still available. I so, saw that. Yeah. So that's the question on that one. Junk Wax, uh, you know, the 87th through 93 era. What What's the biggest uh, set that epitomizes or your, what you think of for Junk Wax? So I'm going to make a binder. I'm going to fill it full of Junk Wax, but also some throw ins of your favorite team, maybe favorite player, et cetera, and ship it off to you, you know? So just stuff like that. I've, I've been having a lot of fun with this for the last couple of years, you know? Love it. Love it. Well, Dave, I, I'm so appreciative of you jumping on. I'm so sorry it's taken us so long to get you on, but oh, we fine. will get you on again. Um, yes. With some Red Sox fans, we'll get you on some more. So everybody, Dave from uh, Free Baseball Cards, we will tag him, make sure that we get it done correctly. We will tag him yeah. in the post this morning. But we're very grateful for you to be on. And as usual, Top Fan Rivalry followers, we're grateful for you listening. Dave, enjoy your weekend. Thank you for joining us on Thank a Friday. You. Appreciate it. Thank you. Of course, anytime.